us, not to us. What's your name? Be the glory. Not to us, not to us. What's your name? Be the glory. Not to us, not to us. What's your name? Be the glory. Do your name be the glory. Do your name be the glory. There's been a 150% rise in the Chinese government's persecution of Christians in just one year. We don't carry arms. We will not carry arms. We don't teach carrying arms. But we can call on God. Our God is bigger than human ammunition. Hey everybody, welcome back to The Fifth Seal, episode 42. I'm your host, The Evangelical Norm. The Fifth Seal is a podcast designed to raise awareness for the persecuted church around the world and to pray for our brothers and sisters who are being persecuted simply because of their faith in Jesus Christ. This is a podcast that that started it all for me Uh, about nine years ago. I started out in November counting down the world watch list from number 30 to number one. Now we count down from 50 to number one, uh, January through October. We do two uh, countries a month, counting down from 50 to 31, which is why the episode numbers go backwards. And then November, again, we, we do Persecuted Church Awareness Month, where we count down countries 30 through number one. So that being said, it is Wednesday, uh, May 6th, and this is our update on the persecuted church around the world. This from persecution.org. International Christian Concern has learned that on May 3rd, local authorities raided a, violently raided a house church in China's Jimin City in Fujian province during Sunday worship. Several members were injured during the process as the police wrestled them to the ground and dragged them across the floor. At 9 a.m., dozens of security guards and officers from the local ethnic and religious bureau descended on Jingwang Church in Jimai District as the members sang worship songs. Without any legal documentation, the authorities interrupt the service, calling the gathering, quote-unquote, illegal. The male church members blocked the entrance but were only able to resist for a short period of time. It did not take long for the authorities to rush in through the door, yell at the members while demanding them to stop recording with their cell phones. Seeing the resistance, the police dragged several members out of the door and snatched their cell phones. In a video shared by preacher Yang Zibo from Zungziding Church, the police can be seen pressing members' heads down to the ground. Others yelled, quote-unquote, stop filming, to church members and neighbors who were recording the violent intrusion. In another video shared by the Chinese Christian Fellowship of Righteousness, a church member accused, quote, you have entered my house, you grabbed our cell phones, you beat up people, you intrude violently. This is not allowed, unquote. Jingwang Church meets at a residence since they have refused to join the state-vetted three-self church. According to Bob Vu from China, Fu from China Aid, Zhu Wenping, suffered a chest contusion, a rib fracture, and a bruise on his arm. Two other men and women were injured during the clash as well. Children at the scene were frightened and screamed as they witnessed the chaotic incident. At one point, the authorities forcibly entered an upstairs neighbor's home and removed the family of three since they were documenting the event. They also entered several homes without permission and inspected books, including those of children. Six men were detained after the raid and were only released at 9 p.m., 
Other church members welcomed them with applause and hugs as they stepped out of the police station. Xingwang Church was previously raided on April 19th by government staff from five different departments. The church's preacher, Titus Yu, received an advance notice of administrative punishment yesterday for violating several articles of the religious regulation. The notice asked him to correct his legal act or else his church would face disbandment as punishment. So... Again, China, this is a daily occurrence for China. As you're, I know that those of us in, in America are listening to this and we're seeing uh, faint shadows of what Chinese people are dealing with week after week, day after day um, in the church. We, you know, we in America recently, the last two, three weeks, we've seen church members cited for being in their cars in the parking lot of the church, um, pastors arrested uh, and cited and threats of, of permanently shutting down churches, uh, all in the name of public safety, all in the name of uh, global pandemic. But this is what our brothers and sisters in China deal with constantly. So again, let's keep praying for our brothers and sisters in China and moving on to our next story, also from uh, persecution.org. Fulani militants kill two burned-down church in Kaduna attacks. Morningstar News has reported that attacks conducted by Fulani militants in Kaduna State over the last two days have left two people dead, dozens of homes destroyed, and one church in ashes. These attacks are just a continuation of the aggression that has displaced hundreds of thousands of Christians throughout the Middle Belt of Nigeria over the past decade. Excuse me. According to the report, two, the militants attacked the village of Atang in Gemma County, Kaduna State, on April 22nd. During this attack, they kidnapped the son of the chief of this area, named Emmanuel Ilya. Mr. Ilya is 47 years old and the father of two. The kidna kidnappers have asked for 75000 in ransom. Next, on Thursday, April 23rd, militants attacked the village in Kujeni in nearby Kajuru County. During this specific, specific attack, the group killed at least one man named Jeffrey Zaka. They also burned down more than two dozen houses and the local evangelical church winning all ECWA building, including the pastor's home. Then later that day, militants killed a man named Thomas Micah, who is working his farm in another Kajuru County village. Thomas is survived by his wife and seven children. These abhorrent attacks continue to devastate Christian farming communities across Nigeria's Middle Belt. Though these attacks led to relatively little death, the loss of so many homes will mean that dozens of families will have to find shelters in other locations. It will leave the land and village more susceptible to future attacks and is likely to cause further invasion by regular herders who will see the land as accessible and unused. The Nigerian government must do something to ensure their citizens are safe and protected. So as I'm going through selecting stories to, to share during this, I actually almost went past this because as I went by and read it, I, two things uh, that I said, I, I was like, week after week, I keep talking about Nigeria. So I wanted to see if there was something else. And there was only two deaths. And that's when I stopped and I went, I have to talk about this. I literally have to talk about this because I'm the guy that does this week after week and, and, and have done has done this for years. And if I'm becoming jaded to a story because there's only two deaths 
that are reported and it's something that is happening over and over and over it's it this is when we truly need to to be praying more and more because again if i'm if this is this is the thing that i am most passionate about and if i'm almost to the point where i'm i'm ready to 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 pass by it how many more people are are passing by these stories because it's just become the norm um, in these areas, it's it's week after week after week. We're talking about Nigeria or Kenya, uh, Boko Haram, Fulani militants, Al Shabaab. These groups that are constantly attacking. I mean, within it, I mean, they the the number they give is hundreds of thousands over the last decade. At least three thousand Christians over the last six to nine months have been killed in this region of the world simply because of their faith in Jesus Christ. So let's keep our brothers and sisters in, in Nigeria and Kenya in prayer. And that brings us to our our World Watch list for today, for this week. Uh, number 42 on the World Watch list, uh, Oman. A few facts about Oman. Uh, region is Middle East. Persecution type is Islamic oppression. Persecution level is very high. Population of Oman is about 5,200,000, of which about 180,000 are Christians. Main religion is Islam. The government is an absolute monarchy, and the leader is Sultan Qaboos bin Said al-Said. Increased monitoring and restrictions in Oman. Converts from from Islam to to Christianity are put under pressure from family and society to recount their faith. They can be expelled from the family home and from their jobs and face problems with the government. In this highly conservative society, it is especially difficult for Muslim women to choose to follow Christ. Oman is one of the few countries where Islam is the state religion, but where conversion is not a crime as long as it's not done publicly. Yet there are consequences, especially on issues related to family matters, and converts from Islam face persecution in their private life. According to the U.S. State Department International Religious Freedom Report for 2018, members of religious minorities reported conversion from Islam was viewed extremely negatively within the Muslim community which explains why a convert will be ostracized by his or her family. Given the tribal culture, ostracization means a convert will lose all social status and security normally provided by the family. Expatriate Christian meetings are sometimes monitored for political activity. All religious organizations must register with the government and monitoring of Christians and their activities has intensified from the 2019 to the 2020 reporting period. Oman rose two rankings, the two rankings, the 2019 World Watch list. This is primarily because of the increased scrutiny the Omani government has placed on the church, along with better reporting and sourcing within Oman. How Christians are suffering there because leaving Islam for Christianity is seen as betrayal of both family and tribe. Converts from Islam to Christianity face pressure from family and society to recant their faith. In this Arabian Peninsula country, believers often face Christian persecution, including being shunned by their families and expelled from their homes and jobs. 
They can also encounter problems over child custody and inheritance. All religious organizations must be registered with the authorities. Expatriate Christian communities are tolerated, but their facilities are restricted and Christian meetings are monitored, with authorities recording what's said and noting if any nationals are in attendance. Uh, a couple of examples, public proselytizing is forbidden. It can only be done privately. Reportedly, some converts and expatriate Christians involved in proselytization were called in for questioning in the 2020 World Watch List reporting period. Non-Muslim religious groups must register with the government, which then approves and controls the leasing of building to such groups. Female Christians, domestic Female Christian domestic workers are likely to be particularly vulnerable to sexual abuse because of their faith. Uh, some prayer points for Oman. Proselytizing can only be done behind closed doors. Pray Christians will continue to share the gospel no matter the cost. Local imams encourage the upholding of the cultural norms which are intertwined with Islamic principles. Pray believers have wisdom and discernment on how to navigate potential conflicts. And all state school curricula including include instruction in Islam. Christians or another not or other non Muslims are obliged to take the Islamic teaching courses. However, converts who do not want to reveal their new Christian faith for safety reasons will still be required to take the Islamic teaching. Pray Christian parents know how to best guide their children in their education. I read that wrong. Uh Christians or non-Muslims are not obliged to take the Islamic teaching course. However, converts who do not want to reveal their new Christian faith for safety reasons will still be required to take the Islamic teaching. So let's pray. Father, thank you so much um, for this time we have to come together to uh, lift up our brothers and sisters around the world who are persecuted because of their faith in you, Lord. We pray for our brothers and sisters in China who on a daily basis endure um, persecution from their government, uh, restrictions placed on their faith, their ability to, to rent buildings, um, to build buildings, to have crosses on their buildings. Lord, we pray that, that you would keep their faith strong, that they would uh, as the government continues to, to deface and destroy churches, that they would continue to build and grow there. And that as people see what the government is doing, that you would even use that to draw those people to yourself as they hear these Christians that are willing to continue to stand and continue to proclaim their faith and trust in you, Jesus, that that would be a catalyst that you use to draw other people in those areas to yourself. We pray for government officials to be saved. We pray for police uh, and law enforcement and security who facilitate these attacks, Lord. We pray that they would be saved that you would draw those people to yourself and that those testimonies would, would go forth and you would be glorified in that. Lord, we pray for our brothers and sisters in Nigeria, um, in these areas where these Fulani militants are continuing to, uh, to terrorize the, the Christians in those areas. We pray for the families who lost loved ones um, over the last couple weeks in these areas. Uh, due to these continued attacks. Lord, again, we pray that, that you would strengthen um, the resolve of those, uh, those church members there, that they would continue to meet, to, to praise you, to glorify you. 
and that again god that you would use that to draw um even the the very persecutors the way that you did paul that you would draw them uh to a place of repentance and salvation um and faith in you lord father we pray for our brothers and sisters in oman um that are are not allowed to publicly share their faith and to publicly witness lord i pray that you would provide opportunities for them to to share the gospel with people with anyone who would hear it um and even that there would be some who would willingly uh face uh imprisonment for sharing the gospel publicly uh to to call people to repentance and faith in you lord we pray for um those who uh, believers there that they would have wisdom and discernment on how to n navigate the conflicts with the imams in the area um, Lord we pray that that you would just give wisdom um, to the believers the pastors the the elders of the in these churches Lord um, that they would just be uh, that they would be innocent as as uh, doves and as wise as serpents Lord we pray for the students that are there that um, are afraid to reveal their 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 conversions from Islam to Christianity, Lord, that they would, um, as they are being indoctrinated with, with Islamic teaching, Lord, I pray that you would protect them, protect their faith in you, and Lord, ultimately, I pray that, that they would be willing to just stand openly and proclaim their faith. Um, to glorify you in their willingness to endure um, ostracization and persecution um, for their faith in you and what you've done for them, Lord. And Father, again, as we always, we pray that, that in all these things that you would be glorified in our prayers that you would be glorified for our brothers and sisters around the world, that you would uh, just continue to strengthen their, their faith, their resolve uh, to use their testimonies uh, to draw others to, to yourself and that your church would continue to grow in all these areas to your glory. Um, and in your name, we pray, Lord. Amen. Uh, thanks, guys, uh, again, for being part of this. If you know anybody who is interested that would be willing to, to come and spend a, f a few minutes every couple of weeks and daily throughout the month of November to join us in prayer for our brothers and sisters around the world or just interested in what is happening um, to the persecuted church around the world. Invite them to come uh, join the, the Fifth Seal Facebook page or you can go send them over to the Evangelical Norm on YouTube where they can like and subscribe and get all the different content that comes out there. But uh, I appreciate your time. Uh, willingness to, to join me to pray for our brothers and sisters who are persecuted around the world. And as always, preach the gospel at all times. Use words. They're necessary. And until next time, Soli Deo Gloria. Mm -hmm.